So Cardi is starting to feel the, um, I think she's starting to feel the pressure of what Nikki felt when Cardi came into the game, you know, where there's more competition. Cause you know, like there's more female rappers now in competition with Cardi, even though she's the top tier artist. So, you know, she dropped that, um, single, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what was it called? Hot shit. Whose song is it? It's Cardi's song. Mm -hmm featuring uh kanye and Lil dirt and so she was cussing out her label because they weren't doing enough promotion for the, the single and um then she targeted then she does what she normally does she targeted black media she got mad at the shade room said the shade room doesn't cover her in a positive light which they disapproved, which they proved was not true. They um, responded with receipts. And so she threatened to uh, release a recorded conversation between her and the shade room owner in regards to, you know, how she's being portrayed, this and that on her, on her platform. And they said, first of all, Cardi, lie again, and we will expose you. We have receipts, you know, that's not true. And you're not going to, they said, you're not going to expose anything because we know that there are certain things in that conversation you don't want the media to hear. You don't want to get out. So I'm like, what the fuck was Cardi saying in that thing? So then she started bullying. She was bullying the shade room owner. And, you know, the shade room owner is a, a African-American kind of heavy set, dark skinned woman. Mm -hmm. She was calling her names, calling her fat, this, this and that. And, you know, ever since Cardi beat unwind Tasha K in court, she feels like she controls the blogs. And she, the blog, Shaver responded and said, Cardi, we don't work for you. We post what we want to post. And then she said that she was, she lied on them and said that they were banning her from commenting on their posts, which wasn't true. And they dis disproved that once again. And she got, they posted something nice about her and her family and she got nasty with them and said, don't post my child. So they stopped posting about her and she got angry because when she released hot shit, she didn't have any support from the blogs. She didn't realize how important the blogs was to promote in her stuff. And so she got angry, started targeting the owner, calling her names. And then she did what she always does. Y'all need to be careful. Y'all need to be careful with your posting and be easy with me because this is affecting my mental health. The same shit she said with Unwind with Tasha K. This is affecting my mental health. She's always throwing the mental health card, is what I'm saying. And she's a bully. So I expect Cardi B to um talk with the articulate with the inter articulate intellect of a, a Yale grad or something. No. I just expect her to stop trying to throw the mental health card when you're you're tearing when she when you're being a bully and tearing other people down and talking about their facial features and calling them ugly and fat and this and that. Don't don't cry to me about mental health then. It's, it's, I think it's a, a female New York rapper thing. I mean, far as Cardi, look, you took oh, you dropped one album with like barely any you dropped barely any mixtapes and then dropped one album. Mm-hmm features and you became the biggest thing in rap 
Yeah. And now her biggest complaint, because she did a Vogue interview, is that her haters downplay her accomplishments. And she, she says she knows her worth and how hard she worked to get here. But yeah, you worked hard to get here, but once you got here, you got lazy. Yeah, that's what I'm very sure. <laughs> you got so content with... Yeah, because every song on the album charted, either gold, gold or platinum. Mm-hmm. You got every award possible. Like, yeah, and I, I guess it's like you on a Tom Brady type how you expect every year to win. I mean, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And like... And she's, re- she's seeing the pressure it takes to stay at the top. Like... It looked easy for Nikki because they, they put so much money, money behind her. And then when Cardi came rolling in, Cash Money didn't have any money to put behind her. And an so she, and she became the underdog. And so Everybody got tired of Nikki. Yeah. And then also they said that she was snapping on Shade Room for not covering her. Because she don't do this to white media. She don't snap on TMZ and I'm gonna be like, Why aren't you covering me? Um she because you know they did they did the um the tour and the wireless uh tour and nikki got a lot of press it was all about nikki and how her bar showed out and came for the meet and greet and everything but did you see the clip for tyler's performance yo he had that fucking crowd going crazy in london what's up all these fucking english entitled english people just running on fucking stage like yeah. every fucking set and then she uh did she beat up a, a fan with the with the microphone yeah. that ain't Because first I saw when I had the party, I was like, oh, they're going to drag this. But then I saw it happen at um, Roddy Rich. And I saw it happen little baby. And then she was upset because she was getting dragged because of that. And that's why she took her frustrations out on the Shade Room, too. Because I mean, she was getting dragged, and it's like, girl, they're gonna cover it. Shade Room's not the only one. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna dress one black media, you need to dress them all because they all post the same shit. Also, Carl, it's another thing. It's just rap is so fucking oversaturated. It's hard to stand out. Uh-huh. It's like a hundred songs come out a day. Like remember we said album Tuesday when albums came out every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We had a choice about three albums. Some artists wouldn't drop on some days because some artists come out before we went to Sam Goody mm-hmm. and Circus to get the CD. Now, with the ease and access and the internet and computers and with rap being like the most um, what, the most popular form of music now, it's oversaturation is crazy. During Nikki's time, we were still burning and, and, and buying CDs from um, mixtapes and stuff. Yeah, and that's why she has that organic yeah. um, fan base because she it, she was she did that through Twitter. Like she hit the Twitter streets running and connected with fans and really was interacting with them and put the groundwork in. Whereas she didn't have a team because it wasn't even that, Instagram days back then. No, so accessibility arts wasn't even like that. You had to really go out there and pound the pavement. Yeah, and um. She's reaping the benefits of that because now she's even with her not releasing like good music or putting out a lot of music, the the, the barbs don't care. They still want to see her. Well, I first saw Nicki on that what Smack DVD. That was two thousand eight. That's how long many years ago? Like fifteen years ago? Yeah, something like that. Okay, the average barb will say was about twenty. Even the average barb was fifteen back then. They're almost forty. They're now. thirty, almost forty. So. Older people with longer attention spans, whereas nowadays you young, the new artists, all the youngs, the littles, mm-hmm. the, the uh, you know, the dumb rappers, 
your your fan base has short attention spans. Yes. The hair they on to the next. Live fast, die young generation. Remember I told you I would never want to be a celebrity or artist at this point because it's too hard, too much work. It's 24. You got to always be on. You always got to be on and you got to always be ahead of the game. And like, it's a lot of work. Like being a celebrity is a lot of work. It's not like back in the day where most of, well, most of the media is controlled by uh, Caucasian, rich Caucasian people. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, but but back then Hollywood was controlled by like white people. Yeah, the media like it's you still controlled by them, but it's 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 uh more in the hands of the artists now. Yeah, to uh, steer their. It's careers. like how the NBA is. NBA is now a players' league. They control how the league moves. So back then you only had the Rolling Stones. Rap only had one magazine, Source, before XSL came. And Source, long as you was in Ben, long as Benzino liked you. You got you didn't get yeah, a lot of bias cuff, a lot of covers. But now in this day and age, everybody got the internet, everybody got computers, everybody got microphones. You got millions of podcasts, millions of people that look like you podcast. And then every like things that were the gatekeepers are becoming obsolete. Exactly. Like DJs. DJs are now no longer the gatekeepers. We don't need you anymore because we can now upload our own music. We can get it distributed distributed on our own. We don't need you to play it in the clubs. Like back in the 90s, all the artists from Aubrey had to fly to New York. You had to do the TRL run. If you was lucky, you had the Dave Letterman performance. You had to do the B to 106, the basement. Now everything's at the tip of your fingers. Yeah. And because of that, I think record labels are leaving it to artists to do the, the legwork. And, and, and artists are getting upset like Cardi. And like uh, Meek Mill, they're getting disgruntled. The last thing a record label gonna do is tell you they give you an advance, which is basically a loan. And in that loan, you, you do your own do, marketing. You got your own marketing. You got to do your own, all of it. And I don't think a lot of them don't understand the contracts. And you got to pay for your own radio spins. Make sure you like, subscribe, make sure you leave five star rating, and y'all have a good night.